But if you take a look at this book, there's some weird stuff in here. Cow juice? <laughs> Milk? <laughs> oh my god, ew, cow juice! Guys, it's late, but it's here. Welcome to this week's episode of Wizards and Wine. The great news is that you don't have long to wait until the next episode, right? Yeah, let's look at the positives here. This week, we finally get our new weapons and a bit of a look into what could possibly be a darker side to Paxodium. Let's get into it. And then I dance around and immediately fall. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Care, give me a perception check, please. 14. Okay. So as you're helping Meg stand up, you're just like, oh my god, girl. Get it together. Girl. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing my butt off at her. Absolutely. Yeah, I Uh, would. As you're picking her up, you look up and you see Gunter standing in the doorway of his shop. Oh, yay. (laughs) Let's go make our way over. Yep. Let's do it. Yep. Head over. I'll try not to trip. I'm walking super slow now. Did you find a flask for me? Oh, yes. Yes, we did. And he hands oh, it out. <laughs> How much? How much was it? Uh, four silver. All right, I hand him four silver. Thank you. So you guys all head over to the Nodding Sword Hardware Store, and uh, as nodding? you nodding, nodding, like the nodding. Okay. Nodding. 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 Okay, I thought you were saying naughty. <laughs> <laughs> the naughty sword. It's actually, a little bit better. And I'm thinking, what are they? they? Naughty, what like, they like that or naughty, like you know, no, like a I, piece of wood. I was thinking what, like what? pretzel knot, like a knotted oh metal type. Oh, no, like a Celtic knot. Nodding. Yeah. Hello. Yes, Hello. please. Nodding. Nod. Nod. You nod off to sleep. Nodding sword. Nodding Sword Hardware Store. God damn it. Okay. Uh, so as you go... Coming over? <laughs> Sorry, the cat. Okay. Uh, as you go inside the door, you see a few things that Gunter has pulled and are now sitting on top of the counter that weren't there earlier. Um, the sword that's wrapped in fabric with Elizabeth's name on it is sitting on the counter. You see a lump sitting on the counter that's covered in a piece of fabric. And the golden thing that you saw earlier, like the fingerprints with the chains that you thought would be great for Xandra, they're still sitting in the case, but that case is suspiciously open, almost like Gunter anticipated that you guys would want to look at it. So what are you gonna, what, oh. what are you gonna talk to Gunter about first? Uh, I strolled to the counter. I point Xandra towards the, the shiny hand thing. Okay. So you might like that. Then walk up to... Shiny. <laughs> Gunter kind of grunts and he walks over to where you're standing and he's you know, like, you know, you want to look at it? Yes, please. All right. So he pulls it out very delicately for a gruff man like Gunter. Um, it very def- definitely shows and lends more um, credit and maybe, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, likelihood that it it actually is Gunter who is behind all of these delicate and beautiful designs that you keep seeing kind of echoed throughout the town. Um, he very carefully with his nimble little fingers uh, brings out the uh, four, uh, I don't know what to call them, metal plates attached to the chains and he sets it out on the counter and he allows you to try it on and sure enough it fits perfectly. So what you do is you attach each of the uh, fingernails first 
So they're like a little ring that goes around your finger and then the mm -hmm. fingernail obviously is gonna sit over your fingernails, right? And there's a chain. Left or right? Um, it is right-handed. Okay. I'm showing you on my left because right-handed. Yeah. Um, the, the, each one of the rings is attached to a little chain that runs up your hand. And at your wrist, there is a bracer, a metal bracer. It looks like a really lovely bracelet. Um, and it is inset with uh, a really delicate design of mother of pearl. It's very, very pretty. Um, and you try it on and you're looking at it and Gunter goes, hmm, slash at me. So you make a slashing motion with your yeah. hand. The fingernails extend into claws. Ooh, like Wolverine. Ooh, yes. How long? Like uh, Wolverine's claws? Well, yeah. Or like, like they're, they're pretty long. Yeah. They're like probably, well, I don't know how long that is. Like 10 inches, maybe 12 inches. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a girl. So I've, I've always been lied to you about what six inches looks like. So <laughs> I think it's, yeah. <laughs> I think it's, <laughs> we'll say they extend about 10 inches. Okay. <laughs> Aaron lost it. <laughs> We've lost Aaron. Yeah. Elizabeth's right. down. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so you make your slashing motion and uh, the claws come out. Are you interested in buying this item? Do it. <laughs> How much? So this is going to cost you 40 gold pieces. Oh, done. <laughs> okay. I hand him 40 gold. Okay. Here is your information about this new piece of equipment that you have. Oh, God. You mean I have to take notes? Yep. Oh, God. I don't do notes. I don't even have anything to write with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very proud of this piece of equipment that I homebrewed for your ass. Write it down. Okay. I okay. just took out the 40. All right. Hang on. Hold your horses. Okay. All right. Okay. Lay it on me. In combat, you make a slashing motion with your nails. The metal um, nails extend into claws. They deal 1d6 slashing damage plus 1d8 fire damage. And if you're fighting against an undead creature, you also deal an extra 1d8 radiant damage. Radiant. Yes. And it's your uh, dex modifier that you add to your attack rolls. Okay. Do they have a name? Yes. It is the Gold Claw of Reckoning. I love it. Very proud of that one. All right. Slashing motion, turn 10-inch claws. Mm -hmm. 1d6 slashing, 1d8 fire, 1d8 versus undead radiant, and it's the attack modifier is my dex. Yes. All right, cool. Golden Claw of Reckoning. Reckoning. Cool. All right. Uh, Elizabeth or Care, who wants to go next? I'm still outside trying to find a spot to tie up Carl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, Care kind of grunts in your direction, Care, and walks over to the counter to this lump that's sitting on the counter. He pulls back the fabric. Trusty has been um, tapered a little bit more. Uh, yeah. The handle is a two-hand. It's a two-handed weapon. Um, yeah. It is um, wrapped in this buttery, soft brown leather. And the top of Trusty is still quite squared, but it's been rounded off. Yeah. And along each side are like moony-sized rivets. No. <laughs> is it rivets or is it studs? Studs. 
There's four of them that go up each side. Okay? Yeah. Now, with Trusty, are you ready for this? I'm so excited about this. You're going to freak out. Okay. When you roll an 18, a 19, or a 20, it is a critical hit. Because it is. Well, it's me rolling, so. Right? <laughs> because, because it is Trusty. And. Uh, to add to what we already do for our uh, critical damage uh, calculations, uh, you're all going to add a d10 to that roll as well. <laughs> That's awesome. I thought it was pretty cool. And Care just like speechless <laughs> goes to pick it up. And... Right. and it's it's perfectly balanced. Like you can yeah. hold it in one hand and it's quite comfortable. Like you're not fighting it one way or the other. You know, yeah. um, you know, you, you take a couple of swings with it, and it just feels like an extension of your arm. It's just, yeah, it's perfect. Whatever it is that he's done to this, um, he's definitely. Uh, I don't want to say he's put some magic into it, but he's put some like Gunter magic into it. Do he's you know put what I mean? craft into it. Yeah, and, exactly. Like, Care yeah. knows this because mm -hmm. Care, like Care, made this out of the side of a mining shaft. Yes, uh, and I think that because it's an impromptu weapon. Yeah, and I think that that Gunter recognized that. I mean, not only that the name is trusty, but um, I think he recognized what it was, and I think because of that, uh, he took extra care with it, <laughs> and um, he uh, really spent uh, a lot of time, you know, kind of honing it and making sure that everything about it was was really perfect. So. Yeah. yeah. But a crit on an 18, so, 19, or 20. Dude, so excited yeah. for you. <laughs> Gonna be so great. Gotta use it quite a bit. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. So, very excited for that. All right. So, Elizabeth, you find a spot to tie Carl up, and he immediately attracts all of the children in the that are in the immediate area. <laughs> so he's like... Of course he does. Right? So he's doing like that weird like ostrich wings out kind of like shaking around thing and the kids run away and he like kind of chuffs a little bit and then the kids come running back and he does it again. So now it's turned into like this little game that he's playing with the uh -huh. kids. Yeah. Um, so as you walk into the store, um, Gunter mm -hmm. nods in your direction uh, and you see... Price. Sorry? <laughs> Oh, price. the price? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah, she's walking uh, in. It's, it's, uh, it's just it's ten. Free. Yeah, right? It's ten gold for the modification. Yeah. Uh, I hand him twelve. Oh. He nods. <laughs> hands you back one. Okay. Yeah. I know. I didn't. I'm like, like I'm like, ugh, I got, yeah. He's not beaming, but you, like, you can see it in his eyes. Like, there's a spark, and he's just yeah. walking you with it in front. You can't wait to get into combat. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Okay. So, Elizabeth, you walk into the store, and uh, Gunter nods in your direction, and he says, you know, I know that um, you had a hard time finding something that you liked, but I think I found something, and I brought it in here special um, for you, and I think that you're going to like it. Um, I do have to admit that I did work a little bit with um, a wizard who lives outside of the city walls. Um, so you need to keep that part of this piece of equipment to yourself. However, and he unwraps it. He says, I would like you to meet the Sword of Life Stealing. Cool. Now, this is actually in, um, I think it's in the DM, the DM's book. But I've changed a little bit to how um, 
you're going to attune to it because it is a magical item. Um, I'm, it's going to require five days attunement. That's a really long time for a magic item. Um, but here's how it's going to escalate as you're attuning to it. So uh, for two days, it's just going to be a regular sword. Um, it's going to do the damage of a great sword. After two days, uh, if you roll a 20 on an attack, the target will take an extra three points of damage. Okay. After day four, if you roll a 20 on an attack, the target will take an extra six points of necrotic damage, and you are going to get an extra five points of temporary hit points. Six points of what? Necrotic damage. So after five days have passed, this is what how the sword will work. You roll a 20 on an attack, the target will take an extra 10 points of necrotic damage, and you are gonna gain 10 temporary hit points that will last for eight hours. Wow, okay. Okay, so the key with this sword is to, is to obviously roll your criticals, um, but uh, when you do, um, it can really be a game changer, I think. Oh, for sure. Yeah. All right. Price. It is pricey. It's going to cost you 107 gold pieces. Done. Okay. So excited about this stuff, you guys. Cool. So as you guys, uh, you know, shake hands with Gunter and thank him for the work that he has done and the time that he has put into the things that you guys are walking out of the store with, um, you walk out into the streets and things are starting to get a little bit more lively. I mean, this is, they are celebrating their Holy week. There is no tournament stuff today. Uh, that's the final part of that tournament. It's not going to happen until later in the week, but you know, there's just a bunch of stuff happening. Like in unity square, there's a bunch of stalls and there's some live bands playing and, and stuff like that. There's nothing really too, too crazy going on today. So, uh, you can stay in the town, you can head back to headquarters, you could go and uh, see what uh, this new little village that you're hearing about for the first time is all about today. What would you like to do? I want to hit things. You want to hit I'm things. going. <laughs> Kara's like headed back to uh, the castle. Okay. Nice finds home. Mm -hmm. Going into the training area. Mm -hmm. And just like grabbing some of the, setting up some test dummies, I guess. Yep. Hay bales, maybe some wooden ones. Mm -hmm. And he's gonna play with his new toy. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, let's let's paint the picture. Um, give me an attack roll. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. So I'll start with the hay one, I guess. Okay. Just to... <laughs> Two. <laughs> I really get the impression that oh, I should have made your critical hits on the other end of the dice. Like they should have been one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. So well with So while Kara's uh, not sure, but he kind of thinks that maybe the hay dummy moved. <laughs> uh, let me re equip uh trusty there. I'll have to up change his stats later. Yeah, so that would have been uh seven <laughs> against Yeah. But still uh so yeah, well he he's like no, I know it's He's trusty's changed. Trusty has changed exactly, and you are used to working with trusty and its imperfections. It's weighted differently now. It has metal embedded yeah. in it now, so it is quite different. Yeah, yeah. So he's not 
mad yet. Okay. <laughs> Three. So plus five is eight. <laughs> okay. You know what? That swing felt a little bit better. Give me another roll. <laughs> uh, he turns his back on the hay one. <laughs> You're gonna sneak, try to sneak attack. <laughs> yeah, he's getting ready. Okay. Natural twenty. There you go. All right. <laughs> so you turn around and you deliver an incredible hit on this dummy. Yeah. So let's work out. Let's work out your damage. Um. Uh, so Trusty does one d eight plus two. Okay. So let me grab out the d eight. So we already agree. so the so eight, eight yep. plus whatever I roll, yep. which is an eight, so sixteen. So sixteen plus two is eighteen. Eighteen. And you said plus a d ten. Plus a d ten. Uh, that's three. So twenty-one. Twenty-one damage. You hit this hay dummy. <laughs> so hard that the ones beside it like lose an arm on each side and that's that's the damage that uh you have done with trusty now <laughs> and i just go to town yeah. <laughs> on the, like everything around me just walking around the room just smashing stuff <laughs> pretty well yeah okay that's great uh okay what are the rest of you guys guys getting up to what do you want to do Um, does this thing require attunement or no? No. Just a claw. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good. Um, I'm going to go get some food for me and Dragon. Okay. So you want to head back to the Heavy Door Tavern? Yeah. Or do you want to go back to Lily Bell's Cafe? I'll go to Lily Bell's. Lily Bells, okay. Uh, so you come back and she's got a little grin on her face and she's like, I love it when my customers come back so quickly. Uh, and what she's serving for like her, we'll call it tea time, mm -hmm. are exactly what you would expect to see at tea time. So you, if you order the tea time special, what you get is the, the plates that stack, the one, two, three, you carry them around. Um, full of finger sandwiches, like cucumber uh, sandwich. There's some egg salad sandwiches. There's some ham sandwiches, all of that kind of stuff, right? Um, the very top layer is where you'll get all of your little cookies and your mini eclairs and, and all of that kind of stuff. And uh, the middle plate is full of your croissants and, you know, all that buttery, flaky, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you want? Yep. All right. Sounds good. Fantastic. Uh, it comes, the coffee and uh, another like type of beverage are included in the price. You don't have to take the second beverage if you don't want to. Uh, I image a drink to Dragon to see if he wants something. Uh, and he sends back a picture of a straw. Okay. Is it like, <laughs> what's, what's the second beverage? It's like a juice? Yeah, like a juice or water, milk. I'll get some, yeah. I'm, so I send back an image of cow juice. <laughs> milk <laughs> cow juice oh my god ew cow juice right. I can only think of it now as cow juice <laughs> cow juice comes in bags in Canada Blah! okay 
Uh, That's what I buy. Right? Uh, (laughs) No. He sends back a picture of an orange. Orange juice. Okay. So I get him an orange juice with a straw. Lily Bell carries everything over to a table and sits you guys down at a table. And uh, the straw is like... uh, I mean, Lily Bell is very astute when it comes to serving her customers and she tends to go above and beyond so this is actually like two straws that have been put together so they'll reach the dragon so he doesn't have to come down off of your shoulder to sit on the table he can stay on your shoulder and drink (laughs) that's that's Um, sweet and weirdly enough this dragon can use a straw uh so he's like slurping away on the straw i didn't say that it was neat but uh you know like there's dribbles and stuff that happen because dragons but uh and i'm feeding him food as we eat yeah okay perfect they're chowing down uh um let me see what do we want meg to do um is there by any chance like a museum or something historical in this town i'm i'm a little like curious about the town and it origins Mm -hmm. yeah i think the closest thing probably that you're gonna come to that would be the deserving boar bookstore okay Um, it is new and used books uh i don't know if you're gonna find exactly what you're after but that's probably the closest that you're gonna come to it you know without having to go talk to king helena the just and having a look at like official town records and stuff like that right yeah yeah let me wander over to the bookstore okay so you open the door to the <laughs> Deserving Boar bookstore. A lot of rhyming. Uh, and as you open the door, there's a little bell over the door. It goes ting ting as you went, as you walk into the store. And behind a desk, there is a very tall, very thin half, half elven man. Um, you know, his, his ears aren't as pointy. They're kind of a little more rounded. Um, he has a very long, very thin nose with glasses that are pushed right up against his brow bones. They're like okay. right up the top of his nose. And yeah. uh, he's wearing robes as if he's like a, a mage, but he's not really giving off that kind of feeling to you. Like you're more of a mage than okay. what this guy is. You think maybe it's just kind of a fashion statement, like maybe he's going through his mage phase. <sighs> Poser? Yeah. He's such a poser. <laughs> right? <laughs> and he, you know, welcomes you to the store and he points out the different sections. So there's one section that's like used books and one that is like all newer stuff. Okay. So I ask him, I'm like, I'm just curious about the history of this town. What, uh, do you have anything in your history section? Um, First of all, do you have a history section? Yeah. He says, uh, the, there's no really new history books. Um, for Pax Odium, but uh, there are um, a few books. I don't know how accurate they are to the history of Pax Odium, but uh, there are, if you look through the used books uh, section, uh, you'll come across them. Keep an eye out for Pax Odium of the Future. Uh, it is one of the titles to look for. You should also be looking for Pax Odium, Utopia, and the Planning of. Okay. So I wander over to the section. Okay. Uh, can there please be a bookstore cat that I can pat? <laughs> Absolutely. The cat comes running over to you. It's a little black cat. The only part of this cat that is uh, a different color is a little white tip of her tail. Cute. So I gave her a little scratch behind the ears. Yeah, and she like just jumps up into your arms and she's now purring softly, kind of half asleep in your arms as you're scrolling. I love her. Bookstore. Yeah. I love her. Okay, so do I find anything in these books? 
Well, you find a few interesting titles, actually. You are coming across titles like Lover, Beholder, Protector, Mine. It's one book. Um, another one is the Biography of the Bros of Fate. Um, you come across a book called The Stars at Night, True Delight. Um, you come across a halfling romance section, which is actually um, empty. It's just an empty square. Uh, there, oh, there are no. Books. Do they have no romance? No, I think it's very popular. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, oh, I oh, get it. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, and you come across a book title that is very troubling to you. Okay. Um, and okay. it's titled The Terrible Truth of Tieflings. <gasps> so I pick up the book with a huff mm -hmm. and I click my little heels because already I'm offended about the whole hoof thing. Right. So, um, yeah, so can I flip through it and take a look or do I have to buy it? No, you can flip through it, sure. So you're putting the cat okay. down at this point? Um, no, I can multitask. <laughs> Okay. Come on. They must have chairs in there. I can have the cat Honestly, on my lap. What was I thinking? Um, okay. <laughs> the cat I, wait. your horns. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. So I want to bring that one, the Bros of Destiny, and... Um, was, sorry, was there an actual history book? Because those other two didn't sound like history books. Uh, not in this part that you're looking at right now. Um, okay, I'm actually going to grab all the books that are there. So the Bros okay. of Destiny, the Tiefling okay. one, and those other two. Okay. So I can sit down with the cat and do... I'm pretty fast at, like, flipping through books and, mm -hmm. and looking at stuff. Mm -hmm. So okay. I was a... As a child Tiefling, an avid reader. Okay, yes. So, so the okay. Lover, Beholder, Protector, Mine is a trashy romance novel. Like, explicit oh. romance novel. Uh, the Stars okay. at Night, True Delight is like a um, young adult's romance novel. So it's it's really very sweet. And the spiciest thing that happens in the book is like a loving kiss between the stable boy and the heroine of the book. Oh, that sounds familiar. Isn't it? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so then there's the biography of the Bros of Fate. As you flip through it, there are actual... Um, images that have been drawn of Pete and Socrates and Bob on stage. Okay. Um, there is um, an interesting breakdown of Pete's plate mail. And uh, there's also a breakdown of, uh, you know, Socrates and his mysterious beginnings. And there's also um, a bit of a chapter that's about Bob. And it talks about how Bob is... Uh, you know, a, a huge part of the group, but he's also like the most likely to overdo it on imbibing. He's obvious. He's also the one to overdo it with women. Definitely, according to this book, the troublemaker of the group, which is probably why he only shows up when he feels like it. So this is not really surprising stuff. Yeah, there's nothing earth shattering or groundbreaking in this book, but it's still pretty okay, cool. So I, so I put that one back and then um i'd like to take a look at this really offensive tiefling one okay so the terrible truth about tieflings i mean you're you're kind of used to the way that people react to tieflings uh there is a history right. of uh people who distrust tieflings because of the perception of 
the lineage of a tiefling and their demonic blood and right. um for the most part people do not have positive um real exchanges with tieflings nor do most people seem to be interested in taking the time to get to know a tiefling either um and as you're reading through this book and you're thinking about the city you do realize that you are in fact the only tiefling there you've run into a halfling you've run into a couple of gnomes um right you've run into actually you've run into a couple of halflings at this point um a lot of humans not a tiefling to be seen here in paxodium so that seems weird have i in retrospect have i noticed any weird looks you know what uh you are far too comfortable in your own horns, in your own hooves, as well as being very um, into your circle of friends that you've created through Night's Defiance to really have noticed too much. You do think back to uh, maybe the initial response of Lily Bell seeing you walk through. You question why maybe she was so surprised to see you walk through the door. I mean, her cafe is quite busy. She's used to people coming in. So why was your appearance? such a surprise right um you know you probably thinking back have noticed a couple of people whispering you know a little bit or whatever but i mean you're you're running with xandra and you're running with um elizabeth who rides on an ostrich and you know you're running right. with care who's gruff and doesn't really have a yeah. whole lot to say and a lot of people find that standoffish and rude so you've never really assumed that people could be talking about you we're quite the ragtag group. I mean, I practically glow in the dark. I'm so mm -hmm. pale. Mm -hmm. I have a yeah. dragon around my neck. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So, like, we're not the norm that they would be seeing anyway. Are there any Asimars around here? Uh, not that you've noticed. No. So Interesting. So I wonder if, like, maybe there's a dark history. But, uh, so I'm in the history section. Uh, well, this terrible truth about tieflings um, was just kind of in the used book section section as you were walking through it and you, you grabbed the title out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to buy that book. Um, is there any other area of the bookstore that I can? Like, um, there's nothing about Pax Sodium? Well, you like, did. You, specifically? You, you didn't get all the way through the used book section. There was another little, like, corner that kind of uh, deviated away from where you were standing when you found uh, those books that you initially grabbed. Okay. I'd like to go in there. Okay. So um, are you buying any of the other books or just the Tiefling book? Um... I mean, I feel like you're buying the raunchy romance novel. Yeah, yeah, might as well. Like, yeah, I mean, used books are cheap. I'll yeah. just buy it. Yeah, I'll buy it all three because okay. of the that horse boy one. Because of the stable yeah. boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you miss Hagen. Okay, mm -hmm. so you go back through uh, the section. You see a couple of books that uh, do reference Paxodium. You do come across actually the two titles that the bookstore shop keep told you. Where, that he thought were back there. Um, it was the Paxodium yes. of the future and I'll find Some it. about a utopia. Yeah, I'll yeah, that sounds interesting. So I kind of flipped through, but I'd like to buy all of those just okay. to sure. when, you know, we have rest time or whatever, I can sit and do some research. Sure. Okay. So you pick up those books. It's going to cost you uh, one. How many do you have? 
five, I think. Five. Don't okay. I? Yeah, five. Five. Okay, so it's going to be one silver and three copper. Okay. So you walk out of the, the bookstore and you say goodbye to your new BFF, the cat. Her name is Lizzie, by the way. Love her. And, you know, they, they don't have bags in the bookstore because they're not used to people buying a whole lot of books the way that you just did. Uh, so you're, like, precariously balancing all of these books <laughs> as you're walking down the street in your new shoes, which are flashing in the sunlight, yeah. and drawing all kinds of attention. How are you feeling now that you've walked out of the store? Um, a little bit, like, with trepidation, because now after seeing this tiefling thing, mm -hmm. uh, I'm a little bit uncomfortable. Okay. And then I really am noticing that I, like, I'm starting to realize that I've seen no tieflings. Right. Okay. Maybe the, the confidence that Meg usually carries around with her, um, yeah. maybe a little bit sh shaken right now. Instead of assuming yeah. that people are looking at your fabulous feet, you're kind of assuming at this point that people are being a little bit judgy. Well, I'm actually feeling a bit of danger. Like the fact that there's a book about the, what is it called again? I just wrote, I wrote it down. The, the Terrible Truth of Tieflings. Yeah. Um, I'm actually feeling like a little bit unsettled, like not in an embarrassed way, but in a, is there a target on my back? Sure. Okay. So where are you headed? Um, you need comfort to, food. Yeah. I'm going to go to my favorite little um, cafe. Cafe slash bakery. So as you come back, and you're not sure, again, how she does it, but Lily Bell takes one look at you, and she turns her back. And when she turns around, she has this giant piece of Black Forest cake. And she takes it, and she sits it on top of the counter. And instead of giving you a hot coffee, she gives you an ice-cold glass of cow juice. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? It's gotta be working the title somehow. Yeah. Dragon and I are still there. Yeah. Yeah. So I go sit down next to you guys. Okay. And I'm kind of looking around. I'm like, a little uncomfortable. Okay. Do I notice? Give me a perception check. I assume that you would. I mean, at this point, you and Meg have spent a lot of time too. together. Yeah. 18. Yeah. You definitely notice that something is up with Meg. So I kind of, I, I plunk the stack of books on the table and I kind of slide the tiefling one. I don't want anybody else to see. I don't want um, the shopkeeper lady, whatever her name is. I don't want her to see so whoever else is in here. So I kind of like um, quietly and stealthily um, hand it to you. And I'm just okay. like, look at this. Look what I got. I take it, take a look at it. It's kind of weird, eh? Have you seen any tieflings here? No. Haven't seen any Asmars either. It's weird, eh? That just means we're unique. We're special. Could be. But if you take a look at this book, there's some weird stuff in here. I'll stick it in my pouch, whatever I got, like, because I got, like, belt pouches and crap on me. I said, we'll yeah. take a look at it when we get back to Night's Defiance. Okay. okay? Yeah. But I'd like to just keep, I feel... Like, I have to kind of keep my guard up a little bit. Just not quite sure about this place. It's almost too perfect. Yeah. And also, and I kind of show you the other one, the Utopia one. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, I kind of flip through it, but interesting. Just keep yeah. it in mind. 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Eat your cake and drink your cow juice. <laughs> and then I look at the cow juice and I'm like, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and so the, the big tray thing of food I've got, I, I slide it over like, I have some. Okay. So I start nibbling. Zandra, you think back to the odd timing of you guys coming across a lot of the items that you've found today and the appearance of this wizard at the door to the Knights Defiance castle this morning. Yeah, who's not supposed to be in the city. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Interesting. I think we should take a walk out into the woods. Yeah. Let's get the other guys, too. Yeah. Get them to go with us and take a yeah. walk out into the woods. Yeah. Okay. Do they have a curfew here or anything like that? Uh, you just... I mean, you can't... Uh, because you're not from the city, you can't spend an overnight in the city, but there's not, like, a curfew per se. But the later it gets into the evening, the more likely you are to be stopped and asked what your business is. But we can get back to our castle after, after over, like, during the overnight. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't have to go through the city to get back to your castle. Okay. Yeah. After Care's done his uh, workout, he's gonna sort of wash up <laughs> and uh, find, um, Someone from his administration, and I guess, just to let them know about the the settlement and the uh, uh, quintillion. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so you you actually find the librarian. Okay. The Aracocra inside. The bird dude. Of, yeah, inside yep, of bird the uh, bird dude. Inside of the headquarters, and uh, he says, "You know, uh, flying overhead uh, when I scout." I did notice a settlement. Didn't really think too much of it. They didn't seem to be very big. However, yeah, apparently they're exiled former Pax Paxians. And if they are showing up at our door, they could present a problem. Yes. Perhaps it is Possibly. time we pay them a visit. Probably. Figure I'd let you know. Mm-hmm. Well done, Care. What have you done to your club? Yeah, <laughs> like he's like, he's like he's practically stroking it now. It's like I've had it uh, tailored. <laughs> well, impressive work. You'll have to give me the name yeah, of your. Like, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> You'll have to give me the name of your man. Uh, Gunter works at the Nodding Sword. Interesting. Good work. I've heard good things. I will have to check it out. And with that, he kind of turns on his heel and heads back up towards the library. Always going to the library, that guy. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> I go for food. Food. All right. Hit up the buffet. Okay. So the buffet is now set up for supper. So it's full of turkey legs and, you know, ham and all of that stuff, potatoes, vegetables, 
all of the desserts, all of the beers, all of the wines, all of the ales. Probably all the beer. <laughs> probably like a haunch of ham or something. Right. <laughs> and <laughs> just like he nom, had potatoes for breakfast. So no, well, you, you go with potatoes again. <laughs> we should always get potatoes. When in doubt, go with yeah. potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just potatoes and ham, I guess. Perfect. Okay. And all the ale. All right. So is everybody heading back to headquarters to try to meet up with everybody, or? Yeah, I'll settle our bill yeah. with the. With Lily. Norm chick. Okay. No problem. Lily, yeah. All right. Um. The uh, high tea, can't remember. Anyway, the tea time special uh, was like three bronze pieces, and the piece of cake was like one. Okay, I'll pay for my piece of cake. Uh, so Elizabeth, you're gonna jump on Carl, and uh, are you gonna keep pace with the others, or are you gonna race back? I'm gonna race back and get him settled and brush down, and well, not brush down, but. Feathered down. I was going to say, you probably fluff up his feathers, right? Yeah, I guess, uh, yeah. Yeah. Get him settled in, and then I'll go up to the the buffet and get some supper. Okay. All right. So, uh, you all arrive back at the headquarters. You're meeting in the common area. The smell of supper is wafting through the room. You see Care already, you know halfway through a pretty impressive meal. <laughs> He's got Trusty sitting on the table in front of him. Boom. On the table. You see Elizabeth in the lineup of the uh, buffet getting her, you know, snacks. Well, snacks. Supper laid out in front of her. I gave her six copper for okay. the food. Okay. Are you guys going to, are you two going to eat more or are you just going to go sit down with no. Karen? Go sit with them. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you saddle up to care, and what do you talk about? I'm like, as I, I slide the book over. <laughs> yeah, I hand the book over to Meg. Okay. And then I'm oh, like, are there like, are there like, is there like wine and stuff around here? Yeah. Wine, ale, whatever. I point. I'm gonna go fill my, I'm gonna go fill my flask. Okay. Mid, mid chug of beer myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my, coming down and get a beer. It is your pointing over. I'm gonna fill my flask and get a beer. Okay. I take, I get three beers because I'm nervous. Okay. Oh, but I take off the ring of imbibing. Like, I don't need this. Oh, girl, you get Where we're going, girl. we don't need this. <laughs> Where we're going, we don't Kara, need like, to be sober. Kara, like, pauses mid-chug. <laughs> <laughs> and then just continues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, like, Give me after... a straw. <laughs> were you sliding the book towards Kara? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I look what I found. I put the mug down, and I—it's it, written written in common, right? Yes. Yeah. And I kind of like wipe my hands on my clothing, <laughs> keeping the try to keep the book clean. We'll pick it yeah. up and kind of squints and adjust, staring at the book, and he corks an eyebrow and what's it about? It's about. Uh... Well, I have all of these books, and I don't show the romance books. I just... <laughs> <laughs> like, these ones are fine. Anyway. Um... Maybe Care would be interested. <laughs> Maybe a slide of romance books under the table. Yeah, yeah. So, this was the Terrible Truths 
of tieflings. And I'm like, that just seems weird to me. Um, and I don't know if you noticed, but there were no tieflings around in the villa in Patroni Axonium. <laughs> tieflings can be rare. So I tried, I opened the book and like reading the first page, you guys are waiting a while because Care is a slow reader. <laughs> <laughs> it's not this strong. Suit. We're like TikTok. Come on, care. <laughs> so that's just the first page. So as he turns to the next page. Oh my god. <laughs> Let me summarize for you. Yeah. What did I? Please. Do we know like what is in the book, or should I roll perception for that, or well, no, insight um... maybe? Is it? Does it ring true? Yeah. Is what care is really concerned about. Yeah. It it does talk about how you know like asimars are considered good tieflings are considered bad but both things are considered that way simply because of ancestry is kind of what they're talking about it's very um generalized it's uh yeah. very tasting of propaganda yeah it's hurtful so, yeah sure would be the world's hurtful <laughs> so well it makes me a bit asthma. nervous it, it makes me a bit nervous, right? Because I, I, I'm wondering if there's a dark history to Pexodium, like, and then I show the other book, the Utopia one, I'm like, uh, and I don't know what's in that one, but I would imagine it's something like making the place perfect, mm -hmm. right? Does it mean, is it like removing things? Yes. Well, they're, they're removing people. Yeah, yeah. So what? Hence the eliminating perceived threats. There's yeah. no such thing as perfect. Hence, they kick out people who don't conform. Yeah. So it's it's not all it's cracked up to be. Like, it's it's lovely, but it definitely has... It's false. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Like, they'll still be good people. And, like, he raises his mug up and towards trustee and you. <laughs> but not in that order. Probably the other order. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's pretty in love with Trusty right like, now. <laughs> right? He's in love. Right? But, um, uh, yeah, the world's not perfect. There's good good in it, but you have to take the good and the bad. He, like, chugs his beer again. Or ale. And I slam back my second drink. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, give me another perception check, please. Meg. Who? Meg? Oh, me? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, one second. What is that? Uh, nine. Hang on. Do, do, do. Ten. Ten? Okay. Uh, you flip to the front page of the book, like the title page of the book, and you do see that the book was written like 75 years ago. Okay. So maybe things have changed. Still, why are there no tieflings? But, mm -hmm. and I did get a few weird looks when I was walking through the town. Mm -hmm. I mean, oh, maybe I looked down at her feet, <laughs> <laughs> and I did fall. <laughs> I don't say anything, but I, I, I care. Just kind of looks down. <laughs> how how long has this place been the utopia? Yeah. Uh, the city jails have been empty for 30 years, and it was about 100 years ago when King Helena the Just's um, great-great 
I can't remember how many greats we needed. What is it? Every 20 years is a generation, roughly? Mm. Something like that? I might have written that. Yeah, anyway. Great, 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 great grandfather uh, took control of the city. Okay. Who's the author of the book? Uh, There's no name listed, oddly enough, in a book like that. Nobody wanted to take the credit for it. Interesting. So it could be a conspiracy theory kind of. COVID. It's all about COVID and 5G. It's about COVID, yeah. How the metal in the uh, masks is really a 5G transmitter, and that's what's getting everybody sick. Yeah. Seems reasonable. (laughs) Totally. With the missing, I don't know, like a quote, missing tieflings, um, there's a settlement outside the city. So if tieflings were really viewed as evil of sorts, they might be in the settlement themselves if they were kicked out at young age when they were born. Oh, maybe we should go look yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. We all, we already discussed going there. We we want to go for a walk in the woods and find the settling the settlement. <laughs> Kara grins and grabs trustees like I'm it. <laughs> <laughs> she just raring to go. I click my heels, my feet, my hooves are ready. Elizabeth, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I'll tag along with Meg and Carr and um, try and figure out what happened and why the book was written the way it was written. Does that make sense? Sure. I think we should look at the Utopia book, though, too. I wonder if it has something else in there. Yeah. Here, like, shakes his head. <laughs> not, not it. Maybe take it to Bird Bird Man. Bird Bird. <laughs> bird Bird. <laughs> you mean the librarian? <laughs> bird Dude. I don't okay, know well, his name. I don't either. I'll flip through it a little bit and then maybe bring it to him and ask. Maybe say, Maybe he knows about it. Sure. Yeah. Okay, I run. I run upstairs. Okay. In my f- flashy hoops. In your flashy hoops. Okay. Uh, you come through the door and uh, you kind of feel um, after you have um, found this tiefling book, um, a sense of um, maybe closer camaraderie to the librarian because, like tieflings, Aarakocra certainly stand out in a crowd. Um, right. And they definitely have faced their hardships, and they're definitely a group of people who um, stay mostly in mountains and usually stick to themselves. Um, so there's a funny um, ease that you suddenly feel around the librarian that you had never felt before. Um, but okay. you, you hand him the book of the Utopia, and he goes, oh, um wonderful i've been trying to find this title i've been combing through bookstore and i uh, hadn't been oh. able to find it i got you girl man the tiefling one but too. thank you <laughs> <laughs> uh, so go ahead sorry so what do you know anything about paxodium like about their history and he says that he has been spending a little bit of time trying to piece that together himself. Uh, he has very okay. little trust in utopias. Um, and yep. they 
are more often than not, as you start to heal, peel back layers, uh, less than the perfection that they seem on the surface. Um, and he also admits, however, that with the work that he's been doing with Knight's Defiance, uh, that seems to be his opinion of most things, uh, is that if you peel back the layers far enough, you're eventually not going to like what you find. Right. Mm-hmm. Not to say that you shouldn't. Nope. Not to say that you shouldn't look into things, but uh, you know, uh, you should be uh, fully aware that as you start to poke and prod into things, you may not like what you find. Right. Right. Is it dangerous though? Did you take the tiefling book with you? Uh, can I have? <laughs> sure. Is that okay? We'll say that you did. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> can I? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, so I you... hand him that one. Okay, uh, so you hand him the Utopia book, and he takes it. He's very excited to read through that one. And you hand him the Tiefling book, and he looks at it and looks at you and kind of makes like a weird bird noise and just throws the book in the trash. And he goes, my dear, that's where that kind of thing belongs. Oh, I love him. <laughs> Thank you. And then I start like kind of like crying. <laughs> and, he, and he's like he's like holding the Utopia book, and he goes, uh. uh. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, totally fine. Uh. <laughs> uh he, Awkward. He does ask, however, if Pete has reached out to any of you lately. No. I haven't heard from him. I don't know about the other others in the group. I I haven't heard. Okay. Um, I did see a book there about the Bros of Destiny, though. A book about the Bros of... De- of fi- uh, yeah. Is it Bros of Destiny? Yeah, it is the Bros Wait, of what? Destiny. I said the, <laughs> I said the name wrong. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, the bio of the Bros of Destiny? You found yeah. it. Did you know? I didn't buy it, but yeah, it was there. There's very few of them that exist. How exciting. Oh, should I have bought it? <laughs> uh, he says, no, no, but thank- he thanks you for telling him about it. And uh, he grabs a coin purse and very quickly heads out the door. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you head back downstairs and uh, rejoin the group down in the common area. And everybody seems to be... Uh, you know, getting to the end of the meal, the end of their drinks. Any, uh, everybody who has been drinking, give me a uh, constitution uh, check, please. And That's Meg, me too, right? Yes, Meg. I'm going to ask you to do it with disadvantage because you've been drinking nah. so heavily and you are so used to drinking that way now, but now you don't have the <laughs> tolerance. The ring. Yeah. Okay, so I'm rolling two and taking the lower, right? You got it. Yeah. Uh, 15 for care. Oh no! Twenty-two. Oh, God. Four. <laughs> <laughs> Did she That's make it up the stairs? She got teary-eyed when she was there with them. Right? Yeah. Remember uh, when I threw it, tear, took the ring off? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, do I see that she's kind of off kilter? Uh. Well, you recognize that you and Meg are on the same kind of wavelength. Actually, oh uh, no! Wait, you got a real world of twenty-two. Never mind. I'm sorry. I don't know why I equated twenty-two with four. That yes. was very strange. <laughs> I 
You know what? Matthew's numbers are hard, you guys. <laughs> oh my god, it's because we're so girls. Hard. Twenty-two is we're girls. Twenty-two is bigger than four. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Good. A little bit. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes. Um, all right. So um, you do recognize uh, that Meg seems a uh, little tipsy. Well, Ooh. a little tipsy. So she's both more excitable than usual, but moving and reacting a little slower than usual at the same time. So it's a really weird. The ring on her finger. Yeah, just a position. And as <sighs> you do that, she. Uh, it, it's almost like. It's almost like somebody rebooting Smack. a computer. Yeah, like it's it's almost like a whoa, and you know Meg kind of comes back to herself. Uh, Care, you are feeling happy, but you are by no means intoxicated. Oh, that's good. Okay, you're just kind of good like buzz, at ease. Trusty. Yeah, you're like you're ready to go. You're in love with your club. You're having a good time with your friends. You're not fighting any monsters. Things are pretty good. No, no, good. that's the downside. No, you got <laughs> he wants some, to fight. You got some gold in your pocket. You're going to go explore in the woods. Things are looking pretty great. Like, who cares? <laughs> Feeling pretty positive. You got your club. Yeah. <laughs> it's always going to come back that he's got his club. Yes. <laughs> he's got trust. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, are you guys going to head out tonight to go to the settlement? What time of day is it? Uh, it's probably... You guys just had supper, so it's probably like somewhere like seven, eight o'clock. I think we should sleep on it and start out fresh in the morning and yeah, go for our adventure in the morning. Okay. Probably. And that's what we're going to call it for this week. When they wake up in the morning, they head to Diffidentia. Make sure you stay with Wizards and Wine. And also make sure you're connecting with us on all of the social media platforms. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. As always, make sure you're carrying a D20 and always drink responsibly. Will our inveterate inebriates manage to stagger to a victory over the adversity that hampers their imbibing? Or will their hangovers hamper their hearty adventures? Will they ever garner enough coin to clear their bar tab? Tune in next week for more antics of Vim and Vino. Don't miss out on more Wizards and Wine.